Hello, friends, and welcome to the show. This episode of HR Oxygen is brought to you by the Boss Builders. That would be us. Hey, for this year, we are really ramping up our training options. Now, post-COVID, we did a lot of virtual work. We had our Art of the Great Boss Masterclass. We had, I think, 15 or 20 different cohorts go through it, and we still have cohorts going through it today. It's a great program, one session a month for 13 months. But we also realize that audiences are ready for us to come back on the road and visit them at their house. And so we are implementing a couple of new programs. Well, they're not really new. Well, one of them actually is very new. The first one is our two-day driving results on-site management skills workshop. This involves learning how to manage people, learning about yourself, learning how to motivate, lots of exercises we do together, lots of opportunities to practice. Our second option, though, is a new hybrid option. And so what we wanted to do with this one is to establish an entire year with an organization. Three in-person, one-day on-site visits with virtual sessions in between. So in the in-person sessions, we can really work as groups. We can do some practice, some skill practice, and then we can touch base throughout the year with those individual virtual sessions. So that is our second option. We're obviously going to continue our Art of the Great Boss cohorts. But finally, you can also license and teach our curriculum. We've developed it to the point where really anybody could step in. There's a very robust train the trainer guide. I will also come on site and teach you how to teach the curriculum. So you could do it at your own time, your own pace, your own schedule. For information on all of these programs, just check us out online at thebossbuilders.com. Should the cabin lose pressure, oxygen masks will drop from the overhead area. Please place the mask over your own mouth and nose before assisting others. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the HR Oxygen Podcast, the show focused on the overworked, overwhelmed, and underappreciated HR professional. And now, here is the host of our show, the boss builder, Mac Monroe. Well, hey, friends, it's Mac, and it is time for another look at the burning question of the week. And so the one that we're going to look at today was the question of which animal, if you could tame it, would you want to keep as a pet? So mine was a great white shark. If you read the blog that's attached to this email where you're getting this link, you will understand why that it was so important to me. But then, of course, I asked each of you if you could identify which animal you would like to tame as a pet. A wild one, by the way. And you know what? I think cats count. I heard somewhere that cats are actually a wild animal, and I can totally believe that. Thankfully, house cats are smaller. All right, so we had some pretty good response to this one. First one is for Linda, who, again, every week we hear from her, which we're grateful for. She says, my wild animal would be a tiger. I love cats, and our zoo here in Memphis has a plaque with wording to the effect that when you have a cat, you're in the shadow of a tiger. My second and third choices would be an elephant for their familiar nature as they take care of each other and grieve their dead, and a dolphin for their beauty and intelligence. For Linda, you're going to need a bigger backyard, I think, with all those, but it's a great selection. All right, Danielle. Uh, she says, hi, Matt. Great story this week. Love the lesson. think it's awesome that your choice is a great white shark because I love them. And I guess Shark Week was, what, a month or two ago? Uh, that would be my close second, but my first will always be a hippopotamus. I love hippos and joke to my husband all the time how we're going to get some. Ha ha. 
Um, and so I did ask a little question about lessons you want to pass along, and she's brought these as well. As far as the lessons that have gone with me since I was a child, I would say either to not lie or to truly work hard. I know that those are very general, but my mother always told me lying to leads to nothing but problems, and she was very right. And if that, and that is, and and that if I don't work, I will not have anything, be successful, or really deserve to have much. Those have gone with me my whole life. Thank you. So love both of those. I think wasn't it somebody down in Central America, one of those drug lords had a bunch of hippos brought over, and now they've just run rampant. So I think it was somewhere in Central America or Panama or somewhere. At any rate, uh, you could go down there, Danielle. They probably got a few extra. All right, now we have Mike. And so you can't see this because he gave me a really great uh, Hanna-Barbera's Jabberjaw, though. He says, uh, uh, a pet great white, we can't wait as long as no one calls you by this name during your presentation, which hopefully not. Um, and he says, if I could train and calm it down, I'd have an otter. He could play in the yard and have a good time kayaking with me. So uh, he also adds, because remember we had the one earlier about things that you're glad you didn't quit. And so he adds, he says, back to the things I didn't quit, I'd say not quitting something before I started it. I almost passed on applying for a job as an assistant operations officer, AOO, because I'd be managing young officers during my first job. That first job was almost all negative and a reward was not being punished. A few positions later, I was told I should apply for an open position and almost didn't. That would have been quitting before starting, so I applied and got the job. It turned out to be the best job I've ever had. I learned more two years than I have in much longer period. The main reason was I worked for someone who studied leadership. He wasn't just promoted into it, he studied it. He was self-aware and worked at it. I got advice about writing performance reviews and other personal interactions, but the best piece of advice was don't get into a pissing contest with a skunk. It was a lesson about influence and authority, somewhat similar to you can be right or you can be happy. So lots of words of wisdom. Mike, thank you for sharing those with us. All right, now here is Rob who uh, is giving us more stuff, which is great because I love chatting with him. So uh, so this is my friend, Bob Rahal. He says, another great story, Mac. Thanks for, thanks for including me in your video notes. Uh, I think the best advice I got and continue to give in this day and age is to have a good work ethic and try to have fun at the job site. Not always easy to have fun at jobs that are monotonous and sometimes boring. One time I was stocking paper products on the shelf at a grocery store and pretended it was an Olympic event. So I went as fast as I could and did the fake fan yelling under my breath. I got a little loud and some strange looks from customers. I was able to amuse myself and make some fun out of a tedious function. I guess an animal I would like to tame would be a lion, for selfish reasons. I would dare people to mess with me. I got bullied a lot in school, so I think it might come from that. Plus, I'm a Detroit Lions fan. Take care. And the Lions are definitely showing signs of life. So thank you, Bob, for submitting that one. All right, here is Heather again, another regular. Hi, Mac. I hope you're enjoying the fall season and gearing up for Halloween. We're decorating for fall at work, and later this month we'll have a contest for best decorated office space and best Halloween costume. Looking forward to that. It is truly the happiest time of the year, isn't it? If I could tame a koala bear, I would want one for a pet. I love how cute and cuddly they look, and I love that they raise their babies in a pouch. It's always been so interesting to me. So, uh, actually, I, I found this out when I was stationed over in Australia. They're actually not bears. They're marsupials, same family as the kangaroo, which means they stick their infants in the pouch, right? 
But I'm telling you, you see those pictures where they're holding you? I've had it, and they dig those claws in. So when they took the thing off me, man, it almost drew blood in my arm. So they're cute, but eh, I don't know. I think cats are better, personally. But definitely give it a try. Go to a local zoo. I'm sure they can let you pet some there. Last is from my friend Vince, and he says, uh, Love your story of being fired. Wow, that's a hard message from your father to you. Being fired from a job or losing a job is so difficult. I've done some career coaching for people in a job search, and it's traumatic when people first lose their jobs. I found that as, I find that the event, I find that many people need to process the loss first and go through the steps of grieving to get to a point of resolution that they accept, um, and they must get to that point, or will never move ahead and will not have a good job search. Um, let's see, sometimes talk about job search process as I learned early on, I did four job searches, that you need to get your anger out quickly and then move forward. No one, no new company wants an angry employee who's carrying baggage from an old employer. Stuff happens. The new job search is a time to reflect, make new friends and connections and really grow yourself as a person. I always try to focus the person I'm coaching to realize while this is a rough time of life, it's also time to expand yourself, ask questions, seek help, create new experiences. Yes, being fired is rough, but like you said, it's a time of rebirth, growing, and taking a chance on yourself. Thanks for letting me talk with life about talk about life with you. Stay blessed and enjoy the weekend. If I can ever help you, let me know. It's my friend Vince Barnes. By the way, if you're looking for great HR consulting help, let me know. I'll connect you with Vince. Thank you all for sharing. This week's burning question is about the book that when you read it absolutely changed your life. Uh, the Great White Shark story will be evident from that, so you can enjoy that. If you like being part of the Inner Circle, tell your friends about it. All you got to do is go to thebossbuilders.com slash inner circle, and you'll start getting these weekly emails and discounts and free stuff as well. Hey, thanks so much for being part of our group. I'll see you next week or maybe the week after. depends on if I'm back from travel, but... Uh, We'll talk soon. Have a great week. Goodbye. Well, thanks for taking the time to listen to another episode of the HR Oxygen Podcast. I hope you enjoy listening to these as much as I enjoy making them. I've learned so much from the guests we've had on the show over the past few years, and I hope that you will continue to listen to us regularly. If you are a subscriber on any podcast app or channel, would you do us a favor and take a moment and leave us a review? We would really, really appreciate it. Also, if you have the time, check out all the offerings we have on our website, which is thebossbuilders.com. We have every other month a Sherm Credit webinar that we present, as well as a ton of other events, not to mention our Art of the Great Boss and Art of Being a Great Teammate programs. More information on that site today. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen, and we'll look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Oh, by the way, may want to unbuckle that seatbelt. I think we just arrived at the gate. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the HR Oxygen Podcast. We hope you found something today that will relieve your stress, feed your soul, and pump you up to face another day. At Boss Builders, we want to let you know that we appreciate the hard work you do every day as an HR professional. And as a reminder, always make sure to adjust your own oxygen mask before attempting to help those around you. Be well.